0: KJG Media and Promotions works with artists such as Beth, Beth Holly, Beth Holly. Wally Bartfay. Lally Bartfay. And even Eric Diamond, Eric Above Diamond. Town, where music can
1: be found.
0: So what are you waiting for? Reach out to Caden today to get your music out to the world at Promotions at gmail.com or call 978-556-3339.
1: Cider, bring us back to older times—the churches and the town clock that
2: chime.
3: Gardana Bryant with Last Christmas, right here on the Caden Gordon Show today's Best Country Mix. We are going to continue right now with some interviews with John Bergeron and Alex Miller. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to the Caden Gordon Show today's Best Country Mix. And joining me right here today is John Bergeron. First and foremost, John, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today.
4: Well, thank you so much for having me.
3: It is my pleasure. So let's get started by getting to know you a bit and how you got started in the music industry. Oh, boy.
4: Uh, You know, I don't remember learning to play the piano because I was probably about four, and my mother was a teacher, so she would make it into a game. I know her. And so by the time I was taking lessons, I could already play. And then it just continued from there. When I was 14, I had a 14, I had a nine piece soul and pop band. And my mother went to the mayor in my hometown and got permission for us to play at a club. And from there we played throughout high school. It was amazing. It's a different time. I know. Um, I, uh, I played through high school, did a bunch of things. But by the time I was 17, I was in New Orleans doing horn and string charts and producing. And then after going to college for a while and I let go, I got into a country rock musical. They went all the way to Broadway, the Billy Rose Theater. I stayed at the Chelsea Hotel. The Chelsea Hotel in the 70s was amazing and had a great time. Um, after that ran its course, I moved back to Louisiana and found this niche that I have of being a singer-songwriter. And um, that then I've been doing it ever since. There's many, many things I've done. I, I don't want to confuse your audience, but it all centered around being a songwriter, recording those songs, and performing them.
3: If you had the opportunity to go anywhere in the world and perform a show, where would you go and why would you go there, John? Oh, boy. I think I'd go to New Orleans at
4: the Sanger Theater, invite everybody I know and I would bring it to New
3: Orleans. What advice would you give someone that might want to start doing music, whether that be singing or songwriting? And I know you were just telling me a story right before we jumped on air, if that's something you wanted to share as well that kind of uh, ties together with this question.
4: Well, I taught... Uh, I have a electrical engineering degree also, and so I taught at Middlesex and Wesleyan University. And one subject was audio recording, but the other subject was music production. And even though people couldn't play, I got them past the stage of just guessing. So I taught them card theory, scale theory, and they had to make songs using that concept. And it was very successful and a lot of fun. Um, I really had a great time. Also, I, I taught at uh, Wesleyan had a art school project in Middletown here in Connecticut. And um, Green Street Arts Center. So I taught the kids. And the kids would come in and they'd have an idea for a rap, of course, and then I'd make a beat for them, and they go out there and they do the, the the performance. And wh- I swear, one girl had a speech impediment, and we did we got a great song about big lots, big lots. And so, then after that, I noticed her speech impediment started to lessen, and then so we did another song during that semester and it really did improve her speech I can't tell you why I can just tell you what I saw it was a joy in my life let's put it that way
3: so you have a song out right now and it is called please make a deposit tell me a little bit about that song
4: (laughs) it goes back to right around 1980. And uh, I can't, I don't know why I wrote that song. I, I don't have like a special moment that gave me the seed of that's how a song will start. you have something to work on and then you go to work. But I thought it was whimsical. I thought it was an idea like everybody's broke. Jesus make a deposit.
3: And John, is there anything that I forgot to mention that you would like to mention here on the show today? Oh boy, um,
4: there's too many things. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know, one of my sayings is a gift's not a gift till you give it, and I know that I have a gift to make music. Didn't matter, yeah. I was signed with a group at Paramount. I had a publishing deal. I had this, that. But through it all, that's the music business. But if you got music in you, you got to let it go. You got to let it come out. You can't get all the details in the way of it. And if you think you're going into it to be a star, you better rethink it. You got to, I have no choice. I have to write these songs. Once they start, they won't leave me alone. It's a lot of fun, but it is really hard work um, to be, uh, you know, to be a songwriter that just does it on a regular basis. Now, I'm not a Nashville songwriter where I go write what's expected. I'm just John Bergeron. And something gave me, someone gave me. A talent and a gift and I was brought up well enough and smart enough to know that all this is cute but you're not going to get anywhere if you don't nurture it and develop it. So it's like going to work. You know, it's like you bring your mental briefcase you sit at the piano and you start playing around and then you find a little piece of lyric or you find a little groove in the piano. There's there's no there's no formula to how it comes out. But one thing that I would like to say is the fact that I didn't get into the big label successfully. I got there but things have a way of going south. And I I I I did want more people to hear the music as I went through my career. But one thing was, I had a joy that I was closer to the dirt, closer to the earth, that I wasn't paying attention to the decadence of rock and roll. I shouldn't say rock and roll, the decadence of everything all the time, too much, too much. If that, the people that know what I'm saying, Would know what I'm saying so if you live close to the earth and you live frugally and then you may write different kinds of songs you have to go through trials that you may not have to go through if you had a big bank account I can't say they're connected but in my life I look back at it as I'm so glad I grew up the way I did I'm so glad I approached my uh, work as I did. I can do everything. I make, design the studio, build the studio, record, sing, write, produce people, get people to sound better than they did before they walked in. It, 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 it The whole life has been about let's make music.
3: John Bergeron, thank you so much for taking the time to come on The Caden Gordon Show, today's Best Country Mix. We appreciate your time and support and hope to have you on the show again real soon. Thank you.
4: Oh, I'd love to. Okay, bye.
3: Hello and welcome to The Caden Gordon Show, today's Best Country Mix. And joining me right here today is Alex Miller. Alex, how are you doing today? I'm
5: doing good, Caden. I'm, I'm glad to be here with you.
3: It's my pleasure to have you with us today. So let's get started by getting to know you a bit and how you got started in music.
5: Well, sure thing. Um, I grew up in uh, Lancaster, Kentucky, which is a small town south of Lexington, about 3,500 people. And uh, I started singing and playing in church. And uh, I was about three years old when I started that. Uh, Whenever I was six, um, I I started taking guitar lessons and uh, playing anywhere they would, they'd had music, you know, it'd be a VFW hall or a nursing home or anything like that, and i just took whatever came at me you know and uh so whenever i was about 17 at the time my mom signed me up for a little show called american idol and that's where most people know me from
3: what an honor to get an opportunity to be on american idol i gotta say that's really amazing
5: well thank you yeah it it was definitely wild times for me and uh especially being a being a, a, a teenager at 17 uh, that was that was pretty <laughs> that was a pretty life-changing thing
3: i bet for sure and i can tell you definitely have a country accent there i i was gonna guess if you were from kentucky because i could tell you have that accent
5: yeah i do it, it follows me wherever i go and i, I can't <laughs> shake it that's for sure uh it's uh it's just a part of me as my arm or my leg is <laughs> <laughs>
3: If someone was to take the time to write a song about you and your personality, what do you think that they would write about?
5: Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think, I think if someone had to write a song about me, it'd be a. a, a I think they would write about having a good time because that's what I like to do. I like to have a lot of fun and see everything in in the world and, and in life. So, um, it would be a it'd be a well rounded party song. I believe would probably be the best way to sing.
3: Exactly. You only live once, so you got to make the best of it.
5: That's exactly right.
3: So if you had the opportunity to go anywhere in the world and perform a show, where would you go, and why would you go there?
5: Well, I, that's, a, that's a great question, too. I, I think if I had to pick a, a certain spot to go, um, I'm not going out west, but I also like things kind of close here to home. So um, one place I want to play uh, before I – uh, we'll do whatever I need to do. I, I want to go play at the Grand Ole Opry, which is the country music mecca. It's the it's the one place that every country artist wants to go play, and haven't got to do that yet. So um, that's 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 definitely my priority number one as far as going to play somewhere, and uh, that would be just one of the biggest honors uh, I could ever get.
3: So you had a song called "Putting Up Hay" that recently just came out back in november tell me a little bit about that song
5: well I, you know growing up in a, a small country town uh, i grew up on about an 800 acre cattle farm and i would uh go hay or uh feed cows or do things like that that's what i did whenever i was uh, growing up and uh i i was writing with some guys in nashville and they were wanting to write a song that's a little more personal about me and my life and kind of what i've been doing so uh, that's kind of where that song came about. I put up a lot of hay on the farm, and they wanted to add a love interest, because I want to tell you, whenever I was out on the farm, there wasn't no daisy bell like there is in the song on our farm, but uh, we uh, uh, we put up hay about every day, and uh, uh, the song kind of came from that. It came from my growing up on the farm and being a farm kid.
3: That's awesome. And I also see here that tomorrow you're going to be at the Lincoln Jamboree.
5: Yes. Uh, I've got a, I've got a show tomorrow I'm really excited about, and uh, it's kind of my Christmas gift back to uh, my fans and the people that are in the local communities here in Kentucky. It's a free show, and uh, what we're doing is we're just putting it on for the fans. We're calling it kind of a fan appreciation show, and uh, and, and I'm doing it just, just as a Christmas gift back to the folks here in, in Kentucky, and uh, I've had a lot of good people here that have supported me, support my music, and uh, uh, come to my shows, and I want to give back to the community and give back to those people. And uh, this was my way of doing it.
3: Well, that is incredibly nice of you. That is just amazing. And going back to thank those when you didn't have anything was just so sweet. So that's great.
5: Well, thank you. Thank you.
3: So what advice would you give to artists that might want to start doing music, whether that be singing or songwriting? What would you tell the inspiring artists?
5: Well, I'll tell them some advice that I was given at an early age. Uh, my, my granddad was a big influence in my life, and the uh, one thing he always told me, you know, we grew up big country music fans. You know, we listened to the old stuff like Hank Williams and uh, Merle Haggard and George Jones. A lot of the old country stars were his favorite, and um, when I first started singing, I, I, I kind of tried to emulate those guys and, and their style. And uh, my, my papa was a big, big fan of country music and loved their minute of it, but he, uh, he sat me down one day, and I was, I was singing. I mean, he said, stop for a minute there. He said, uh, you know, there's already been a Hank Williams. There's already been a Merle Haggard. There's already been a George Jones. But I want to hear what Alex Miller sounds like. And uh, I want there to be an Alex Miller in the world. And he said, you need to try singing like him instead of some other guy. And for a young, uh, young artist, that's my advice and my recommendation. You know, there's, only, there's only one you out there, and you need to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And, uh, you know, you can emulate other artists and, uh, and kind of use some of their ideas, but don't be them. Don't try to be them. Be your own person. Make your own life and your own decisions on things. And uh, uh, be true to yourself. That's, that's the one thing that I, I, I can say about myself. You know, my personality, the way I am, just it's just who I am. There ain't no faking or any other way around it. Um, just be who you are and be genuine and truthful with yourself about who you are and what you stand
6: for.
3: If you were to duet or collaborate with any singer, whether they're with us or not today, who would you choose, and why would you choose them, Alex?
5: Well, I'd choose Dolly Parton just because I, I've always liked her music and loved her duets, and uh, she's not she's not hard to look at either, so that'd be great. <laughs>
3: well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> So, if people want to learn more about you, where can they find you?
5: Well, I'm like, uh, I'm like Rising Flower. I'm all over the place. Um, I'm, uh, uh, you can find me on TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, wherever you get on social media and watch social media stuff, I'm there. And if you want to hear some of my music, uh, make sure to check out Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Apple Music, all that stuff. I'm, I'm everywhere, like I said. And uh, the, my handle on social media is A. Miller Music. And if you want to look at my website, that's probably the best place to find my tour dates and where I'm playing at AlexMillerCountry.com.
3: If you had one message to tell anyone that might be listening right now, whether that be my fans, your fans, what would you tell them?
5: Well, I, I would tell them, thank you. And and, and you know this, uh, doing what you do, you know, if it wasn't for the folks that listen to us and listen to me sing and listen to you talk you know if it wasn't for them folks then we couldn't get to do what we get to do and uh i just want to say thank you all for for listening here and listening to my music and uh, supporting uh, uh people that are rising up in the music business
3: i definitely agree with you alex you know if it wasn't for the people that are listening to any of us we wouldn't be able to do what we do so huge appreciation to everyone that is listening here on the show
5: amen to that <laughs> amen to that <laughs>
3: And Alex, is there anything that I forgot to mention that you would like to mention here on the show today?
5: I, I think we've, we've covered all the bases. But uh, again, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk to me. And uh, I sure appreciate a good conversation. You had some good questions, which I, I appreciate like, having to answer the same thing every time. So thank you.
3: Oh, it's my pleasure. I try to make people think with their questions and again i would like to thank alex miller for taking the time to come on the caden gordon show today's best country mix we appreciate your time and support and hope to have you on the show again real soon
5: well thank you caden you too you take care and uh, till we talk again take care of yourself
3: hello and welcome to the caden gordon show today's best country mix and joining me right here today is joe eskridge first and foremost joe thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today
6: Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. Thank you.
3: So let's get started by getting to know you a bit and how you get started in music.
6: Sure. Um, Well, uh, I'm an an older fella, so I've been playing since I was a kid. My dad put a bass guitar in my hand and a a set of drums in my my brother's hand. And he had us playing uh, since we were, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years old. My dad was a was a honky tonk piano player, like uh, Jimmy Swagger, Mickey Gilley, Jerry Lee Lewis, and so he would play in southern gospel bands. He would play in country bands and stuff, and uh, he was just a real ham, a real entertainer. And we just sort of tried to uh, tried to take after him a little bit. So I've been playing. I started playing guitar uh, in high school. About the time videos came out. And I started watching music videos and on CMT and watching the chord progressions. And I sort of picked up guitar from there and, you know, high school and college started playing uh, guitar a lot more and singing a lot more.
3: If you had the opportunity to duet or collaborate with any singer, whether they're with us today or not, who would you choose and why would you choose them?
6: Well um let's see I would probably it's this one's a little left of center, but uh, I have my reasons, and I'll explain in a second but there's a there's a singer songwriter named Nancy Griffith who just passed away uh I think about a year ago, and uh, a college friend of mine introduced me to her uh when we were in college um there was a there was a record that she did that's called Live from Anderson Fair and she's a primarily a songwriter and it was just the coolest thing and that's how I became introduced into songwriting, which is really probably more what I would consider myself. I'm not a very good singer, but I do enjoy you know crafting songs so if I had a chance to uh go back in time and meet her or sing a song with her or write a song with her, that would be my that'd probably be my first choice.
3: What advice would you give someone that might want to get into music, whether that be singing or songwriting, what would you tell them?
6: Uh, I would just, just, just do it. Just get you a karaoke machine or get you a pen and paper and a, and a guitar or a piano or a kazoo or whatever. Whatever it is, a little recorder, and just start writing your thoughts down, get in touch with yourself, figure out who you are, uh, particularly on the songwriting side. It just, it'll, help you, it'll help you discover who you are, and it'll help you discover what you want in life, and it'll help you kind of reflect on what has shaped you and made you, but man... When you get a uh when you get a microphone in your hand and you start singing, then you're a singer and just embrace it.
3: If you had the opportunity to go anywhere in the world and perform a show, where would you go and why would you go there?
6: Well, this may seem a little strange i because I really it wouldn't bother me one bit if there wasn't a, a soul in the audience. I would hope there would be, but uh, I would love to stand in the circle of the Ryman Auditorium. Uh, the, in the the Opera House would be would be great, obviously, but if I could stand on the stage of the Ryman Auditorium and sing, just even without even without uh, a sound system, if I could just sing in that building. 3 or 4 of my songs uh man that would be that that would be a lottery ticket win right there that would definitely be good stuff for me
3: What do you like doing outside of music do you have any hobbies or interests or anything like that Joe
6: Yeah we do um so my wife and I um and we have a little boy his name is Lyric and uh, we have uh, a side by side, a little Polaris 900 Ranger that's uh, for about, I don't know, about, I guess it's about eight, eight or nine years old now. And we live in, in northwest Tennessee. It's an extremely rural part of the state. And it's a heavily, heavily farm, heavily cotton, heavily soybean, heavily, uh, heavily corn crops here so we just have acres and acres uh and we live about i don't know about 15 miles off the mississippi river and uh so my wife and son and i spend just i don't know four or five nights a week on our side by side sneaking down back roads that will take us down to the uh, mississippi river and we ride what's called the bottom ground down there and we there's no lights, there's no people, and it's just you and the stars and the and the dust on a gravel road, and it's pretty, it's pretty darn relaxing after a long day of. Uh, uh, I'm in the convenience store business, so I sell chicken all day long. So it's a nice little uh, escape from peddling chicken all day.
3: Oh, I bet, yeah. Um, and how cool that you live so close to that river, the Mississippi River. Not everybody gets that luxury, but that's really, really cool.
6: Well, um, the I, I, I have a, I put an album together here recently. This is my fourth record, and the song, uh, the title track, is also the title of the album. is called West Coast Tennessee,
3: mm-hmm.
6: and we were uh, on one of our trips down to the river. Uh, about a year and a half ago we were sitting on the bank of the river there and it's a there there are sandbars all up and down the uh the Mississippi River that that are almost like beaches now you know it's it's the muddy Mississippi so it it's not like uh you know it's not like the Atlantic or the Gulf or anything but I watched the sunset on over the Mississippi River and uh I told a uh, I, I told Elizabeth I said we are sitting on the west coast of Tennessee right now, and so I, be you know songwriter. joe uh got my phone out and and scribbled it into my phone real quick and then wrote end up writing the song the next day and uh, so we had released we ended up releasing that song back in April or May I think and. Uh, it may even have been June, but we filmed a we filmed a video that's uh, that's on Strike TV that that plays around the country. Actually, we've gotten quite a bit of feedback from from Europe, and then uh, of course it's on YouTube as well. And uh, so we've we've had a lot of success. We even charted in Texas with our song West Coast Tennessee. Um, so you know, I I, I think. I think our trips to the river on the side by side for that song and a little bit of luck we've had with it.
3: So Joe, where can people learn more about you if they want to get to know you a little better?
6: Well, uh, uh, with the exception of the, uh, of the fourth album, West coast, Tennessee, uh, all my singles are on Spotify. Um, and all of my, uh, all of my catalog is on Spotify, it's on YouTube, um, it's on Apple Music. I have a website, uh, joeskridgemusic.com, and then of course I have uh, I have have a I have a music page, Joe Eskridge Music on Facebook, and I have my uh, personal page, Joe Eskridge, a Facebook Backslash Joe Eskridge, I think. Dot I believe, is what it is. But anyway, they can find me on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I'm trying to learn TikTok. I'm getting there a little bit at a time, but I, uh, I'm, I'm old and slow, so it takes me a little bit longer than it does the youth to uh, to figure out that new social media. So, but TikTok has been good; has been great for us too to get the songs out.
3: If you had one message to tell anyone that might be listening right now, whether that be my listeners, your fans, what would that message be, Joe? Um, the
6: message would be, you're never too old. You're never not good enough. Put the insecurity in a drawer. You don't have to get rid of the insecurity, but just, Put it in its proper place in a drawer somewhere. Uh, you might need it sometime if you get a little cocky. So don't 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 completely get rid of your insecurity. But uh, whatever that dream is for you, whatever that that goal is for you, whatever it is that that holds a place in the back of your mind that you can't seem to shake, pursue it. Whatever it is, uh, spend what you can on it. Uh, but particularly spend time on it because you only get one chance through this world and it would just be an awful shame for you not to leave something lasting as a legacy because you didn't think you were talented enough or didn't think it was a worthwhile effort to put in. So go for it, whatever it is, go for it.
3: I definitely agree with that. And Joe, is there anything that I forgot to mention that you would like to mention here on the show today before we go?
6: No, I'm just grateful to you that you would even consider uh, having me on your station. Uh, I, I respect what you're doing. It's so much work to what uh, you and your producer, his name is, is it Graham? John. John, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, there, there's so much work to what you guys are doing, and... You know, you make it look easy, so people just assume it is, and I know it's not, and I respect what you're doing, and I'm certainly grateful that you would include uh, any of my music uh, on your station because I know that you have thousands and thousands of options. So I'm just grateful to you.
3: Joe Eskridge, thank you so much for taking the time to come on The Caden Gordon Show, today's Best Country Mix. We definitely appreciate your time and support for being with us today and hope to have you on the show again real soon.
6: Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so
3: much. Hello, and welcome to the Caden Gordon Show today's Best Country Mix. And joining me right here today is Ida Heston. First and foremost, Ida, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today.
7: My sincere pleasure. Thank you for having me.
3: So let's get started by getting to know you a bit and how you got started in the music industry.
7: Oh, my goodness, my love. I've been <laughs> I've been doing this, I uh, think, since the womb. Um... I initially first started singing when I was about uh, 13, 14, 15, Uh, started performing publicly when I was 16. Um, I performed in so many bands uh, throughout the years, lots of cover bands, indie bands, new country bands, uh, soul bands, jazz bands, Um, and was quite lucky that I could travel um, around the world with some of my music, Um, and I performed in different countries around the world. and it's, it's really just since COVID hit, that I decided to kind of go back to college and, and be a little bit more uh, independent uh, for myself to kind of concentrate more on my own individual solo work. Um, and, and that's really where we are at the moment. So just for the last year, just over the last year, I've literally really put out my own individual work that I've actually written that I've composed that I've performed on and partially that I've also mixed and produced. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit hard to kind of put all of that experience just, just in a, in a very short answer, but that, that's the basic gist of it.
3: If you had the opportunity to go anywhere in the world and perform a show, where would you go and why would you go there?
7: Oh my goodness me. I think we all know where that would be. That'd be the Grand Old Opry. <laughs> 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 Let's not be silly now. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, it's, it's the heart and soul of country music without a shadow of a doubt. Um, uh, this it's, 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 uh, what can I say? I mean, there's, there's so much that the very first time I ever, ever heard about the grand old Opie was, um, uh, Patsy Cline, uh, who was one of my really big kind of heroines in terms of my, my real kind of heroes country music wise. Um, Along the lines of, of Dolly Parton, and of course my favorite, which is Garth Brooks, who I would love to be able to write and perform with, um, and I keep sending that prayer up to God, please God, please God. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's it's really after watching Sweet Dreams and and Patsy Cline, and then just seeing that exquisite stage and and learning a little bit more about Nashville and the Grand Old Opry, I mean, that that has to be the the, the real kind of uh, number one goal, really for me.
3: If you had the opportunity now to duet or collaborate with any singer, whether they're with us today or not, who would you choose and why would you choose them, Ida?
7: I, I think I might have already answered that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Caden. Uh, bless your heart. Um, it would most definitely be Garth Brooks. There's there's no two ways about it. Um, he's such a phenomenal songwriter. Um, but it's not just the the way that he writes. Obviously, he has a team with him. Uh, but he's such a powerful entertainer as well. Um, if if it wasn't Garth, and who else would who else would I love to perform with? Oh my goodness me, there's so many performers. Oh my lord. Um, oh my gosh, it's impossible to say. There's so many. I mean, there's like Neil Diamond. There's Billy Joel. Um, in terms of performers who are no longer with us, I'd probably have to say Eva Cassidy. Um, because she was an incredible vocalist. Um, there are also people like Nina Simone, uh, Billie Holiday. Um, so just the incredible artists that 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 really kind of have just something incredibly special about their voice.
3: So you have a song that recently just came out a couple days ago called Mama Said. Tell me a little bit about that song.
7: Most certainly. Uh, Mama Said is basically a song about an adult and you can take it either as as male or female it's it's really written hopefully to be as universal as possible um but it's basically where an adult kind of reflects and looks back on their childhood and the relationship that they had with their mother and the environment in the household uh is pretty much where it's become so untenable that the mother has to leave um, and she never does come back um, and it's just how as an adult, how that affects you and the kind of memories that you have um, that early on as a young child. And just those kind of little moments where, oh, I just wish I could have seen you. I wish I could have held you just a little bit longer. Um, it's, it's really just just a, a way of just looking back and, and, and as an adult, understanding that even though as a child, you couldn't understand why she left. But now as an adult, you do. That's basically what Mama said is about.
3: What advice would you give someone that might want to start doing music, whether that be singing or songwriting? Tell us what you would tell them.
7: Just be as honest and authentic as you can be, straight from the heart. Um, Don't waste your time trying to be like somebody else. Um, You say you don't need to be a copy of anyone. The most precious, most beautiful thing you can ever be in this life is true to yourself. Um, because I think that you will get that much more positive responses from other people when they see their authenticity Um, and love what you do. You know, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to study Um, because I went back to to college as as a mature student. Don't let that put you off. Um, And if if you hear other people saying, well, maybe you should kind of give up the dream because you're a little bit long in the tooth or whatever, don't listen to them. This is your life. You're in the driving seat not the passenger seat. Um just pursue your dreams as as long as you are not hurting another human being and if God has given you a beautiful gift then it would be a terrible shame for you to waste it so just go for gold you never know where you'll end up.
3: If people want to learn more about you Ida where can they find you?
7: Um <laughs> I'd say everywhere. Um probably one of the most the largest kind of um Social media profiles I have is Facebook or Instagram, uh, which is simply Aida Heston Music, all in one word, uh, lower casing. Uh, or if you want to catch me on on Twitter, it's A Heston Music. Um, or you can get me on YouTube as well, so it's Aida Heston. So it's I'm I'm very easy to find. I'm not hiding, I promise. <laughs>
3: <laughs> She's not hiding in the shadows, waiting for you I'm to come not, find I her. Promise, <laughs> I'm not, I promise, I'm not. She's public as she can be.
7: <laughs> yeah, well, as, as decently public as I can be. Yes,
3: exactly. <laughs> if you had one message to tell anyone that might be listening right now, whether that be your fans, my listeners, what would you tell them? Oh, my
7: goodness me. Um... Oh, I... I... Because I, I'm quite, a, I, I have a lot of faith, so I do believe in God and I appreciate there are some people in the world who have church wounds or who struggle with their relationship with God. Um, I, I would just say, if I can give anything to anybody listening, I just say, please talk to him, you know, talk to God. And whatever it is that you're going through, if you just give him an opportunity to help you, I promise you he will.
3: that was very very well said that's for sure that's really really true but
7: it's 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 meant sincerely it really is
3: and ida is there anything that i forgot to mention that you would like to mention here on the show today
7: um i I don't think so my lovely i've had such a pleasure talking with you albeit quite quite (laughs) quite short um I think really more than anything, again, by all means, anybody who'd love to listen to my music or look on my profiles, please do. You're very, very welcome. Um, I have started work on um, uh, an album for 2024, which I've tentatively named Confessions and Lessons. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's you can always look me up and, and uh, always send me a message if you like. Um, other than that. Again, just hand on my heart to everybody out there. Please stay safe. Be happy. Enjoy your life. Um, it's it's quite a short one. Uh, it's it, it's not as long as we think. Um, and and uh, again, without top thumping religion, because I know some people might be sensitive to the issue, but you know, give God a chance to to help you along your way. I, I promise you, He won't let you down. People will sometimes, and and that's just a part of human weakness and. Just frailty of being human, but, you know, give God a chance, and he'll definitely try and help you.
3: Amen to that, Ida Heston. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on The Kate Gordon Show, today's Best Country Mix. We appreciate your time and support for being with us, and hope to have you on the show again real soon. Thank you.
7: Most certainly. My sincere pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. God bless. Take care.
8: Baby's crying, my woman said she's had a fill I'm tired of lying about all these unpaid bills I've run out of answers, you know I'm no dancer Just a tired romancer, trying to see through what he's taking on Jesus, won't you make a deposit? Why the money straight to my account? Jesus, please make a deposit. It's hard to believe when you're this down. banker's calling he said this will be the last time soon he'll be hauling my car on down the line it's not he don't have feeling but the money's more appealing and i'm staring at the ceiling i just don't know what Please make a deposit. Send the money straight to my account. Jesus, please make a deposit. It's hard to believe when you're this down. And out. It's hard. Down
9: and down. Well, the first job that I ever had Was working on the farm for Big Bill Ladd. His barn log was hot as hell And so was his daughter Daisy Bell Oh, I never will forget those days Putting up hay It was hard to keep my mind on work The way she filled out that skin-tight shirt, hidden cut-off jeans and red pigtails. She drove the tractor as we loaded bales. When work was through, the two of us would stay. Putting up, hey, working up a sweat, hey, till we were soaking wet, hey, in the summer heat, hey, loving her was sweet. The work was hard, but it sure was worth the pay. Putting up hey, hey, hey. Down hey, hey, hey. in the country we do it that way That summer's job it came and went And you know I've made more money since But to see her bounce from that tractor seat I guess I would've worked for free. I learned life on the farm was really great sure was worth the pay. Up, hey, 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 hey. Out in the country, Lord, we do it Is that, that way.
1: Jackson? She said, I love you, but I gotta go. If I don't, I'll never know. Life beyond this river, blood. Lauderdale won't ever be enough for me I said I love you too And I won't ask you to stay Never be happy here anyway Last kiss lights go down Over the river and bottom ground lawn. forgot who you were and who I am. Lipstick, love, party girl glamour. I spend my time swinging this hammer. We don't talk, it's for the best. Love sacrifice, love regret. That packed sunsets into the sea, just like
10: My fists were my only friends Played on a battlefield War declared every day I never got the chance to dance Too busy chasing tears away And I remember mama called to me back Tears in her eyes She had a black suitcase A broken heart She kissed me goodbye For life Watch mama walk down the road She never once turned back The colour left my world Every day's been black Je suis Standing here by your grave So much left unspoken If you were here now, what would you say?
0: Today's Best Country Mix thanks you for listening.